This is Alyssa. And I'm Mel. And this is the Arcane Dames Podcast. The trauma-informed, liberation-oriented tarot podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, Arcane Babes. Alyssa here. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to inform slash remind everybody that Mel and I are going to be co-hosting a live and in-person event this January. It is a New Year intention setting workshop. We are going to be collaborating with a dear friend of mine who is a yoga teacher to come together in a mindfulness retreat type space to do some yoga, practice some mindfulness, and then break off. And all participants will have the opportunity to have their tarot cards read by either Mel or myself in order to help you set some intentions for the new year. There will also be some other journal prompts, um, spell bottle station, things going on, some brunch bites. I think it's going to be a lovely little late morning, early afternoon day to kick off 2024. So if you are within driving distance of upstate New York, the event is going to take place in Hudson Falls, New York, which is kind of Lake George, Saratoga area of upstate New York. And we would really love to see you there. So that being said, let's jump into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Arcane Dames podcast. Welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon. Today we are talking about the Seven of Pentacles. I'm personally excited for this one. I've said this before. There are some cards in the deck that have just followed me throughout my entire journey, like whether through my own readings or other people's readings, I like always pull them consistently. Yeah. Like it's just an energy I'm familiar with. And this is one of those cards. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about this card for that reason and i know that you said you've been getting it in particularly lately yeah and being like what the fuck Mm -hmm. what the fuck yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm like so (laughs) i'm so interested to hear the context that it's been coming up for you in lately I really like the Seven of Pentacles. Yeah. I think it's a card that has more depth than most people tend to associate with it. Yeah. I really like the number seven. Really? Yeah. Lucky. Lucky. Seven, seven, seven. Right. To the casino and all the way home. I really like the number seven, and that really does contribute to my view of the card, and I have some interesting material to share around that. I'm so excited to jump in. So maybe let's just start with like overview. What does this card typically mean for you when it comes up? Yeah. On the surface level, it's hard work. It's Mm -hmm. taking a pause to appreciate the hard work and the fruits that have blossomed thus far. Mm -hmm. But obviously there's like an air of dissatisfaction. Why is that obvious? It's obvious, in my opinion, because of the, like, original, original rider weight. This guy's face is not <laughs> giving. And he's, 
literally like crouched down. Like he looks sad. He he, he looks, looks like fucking over it as hell. Yeah. Like exhausted. Just like what the hell are we doing? Not satisfied. Mm. But also like I don't read it so much as exhaustion because it's his expression and the bend in his neck that's forlorn. But like his body looks ready to go in my opinion interesting and that's kind of the lens i read it from is is this idea of like you're willing to do anything and it's just not working out you're willing to do anything and it's just not getting you to the level you want to be at yeah right now and um i mean that's an annoying but true factor in my own life right now. I was going to say, that sounds exactly like how you've been feeling. Yeah. So. So I guess that's a more intense negative context is like just feeling desperate to make your work reap the rewards that you're waiting for. Yeah. Ready to do anything, but everything you do, like, just isn't it. Yeah. Which can definitely lead to exhaustion and burnout, but I, I feel like this is the card where we're just frustrated yeah it's more just like the frustration yeah yeah i love that i think that that sentiment combined with like the research that i did for today definitely added a depth to the card for me with regard to like especially it being sandwiched between the six of pentacles and the eight of pentacles the seven is like you have been working hard and growing something you have also been like with the six of pentacles like you've been receiving and you've also been giving a lot right the seven of pentacles is the start of you seeing that growth the fruits of your labor but being followed by the eight like you are still very much in the tedious get up go to work every day like same old same old doing the work phase yeah this is like I do very much see this card as a pause. I very much see it as kind of like a almost like taking stock moment for for the pentacle suit being like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is what I have. This is where I still have. This is how far I still have to go. And I think at the seven of pentacles, even though you've already done so much, it still feels quite far in a lot of ways. And being followed by that eight. It's the pause before going into the moment where you're really putting your head down and just doing that consistent work every single day because you've already set the foundation. The idea is already there. Like, you don't need to brainstorm anything new. You don't even need to, like, change anything up. Like, you've got what you need to have. You just need to, like... You know, it's like coming up for air, taking a deep breath and then going back in and just like doing the work to get you to that nine of pentacles, to get you to that ten of pentacles where you have the actual success that you're looking for. The success that is more obvious, more dramatic, Mm -hmm. more sustainable Mm -hmm. versus the seven of pentacles type of success is very just like the first few inklings that you're on the right track yeah the success or like the fruits of your labor that you see at seven aren't it's not like with the nine of pentacles and the ten of pentacles but especially with the nine you're getting like these huge 
maybe even like life changing pieces of success where you're like, oh, this is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a big like collaboration. This is a big brand deal, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Manifesting that. Right. But the seven, it's not that it's this is a glimmer that you're on to something here, but you just have to keep working right now. I hate that. I don't hate that because I dislike hard work. I actually really love hard work when it's something I love. Mm -hmm. I hate that because (laughs) do you ever feel in some areas of your life, not just professional, but that you have done so much labor already that it's like, yeah, they're (laughs) just, just, yeah. I feel that way. Like, (laughs) and the fruits that you have received aren't, enough for the amount of work you've put in absolutely yeah (laughs) it's a frustrating feeling and it's one i associate with this card and that's interesting i feel that's how i feel about my love life yeah (laughs) in what way just that like i don't know like i feel like i'm always like okay like the universe just wants me to like work on myself and like grow more or like try harder when there are opportunities for relationships and I truly don't know what more I truly don't know what more growth what more effort like I don't know obviously something's not right but I don't know what that thing is and I don't think that like yeah I feel like I don't know what more I could do and so I'm just like okay I'll just keep trying, I guess, question mark. Too real. Yeah. Too real. Yeah. I mean, it's mirrored for me in my career right now. Yeah. And um, that's the thing about this energy at hand is like, I almost think, especially for someone who doesn't have a lot of experience with having a foundation and a safe one, Yeah. it feels very jarring and fucking unfair yeah it feels really unfair and if we're talking about like the pentacles specifically finances and like actual career positions and opportunities to level up the pentacles can also be about education like college world for me any like professional realm that like brings in assets or income and this card very much represents just trying to like get out of poverty for yeah. me. Well, right, especially being so close after the five of pentacles, right? Yeah. It's like feeling dejected yeah. and just like there's nothing you could do to get on your feet. And then the six of pentacles is like needing charity, like needing to yeah. receive help. And then like, I don't know, you're in this. This is a very in-between place. The Seven of Pentacles, liminal space. You heard it here first. Absolutely. And it's a seven, right? So that's, that's I think, true for all of the sevens is it, it's a very in-between it energy. is a transition. Yeah. And that is something I am trying to learn how to be comfortable in mm-hmm. because I think the entire year of 2023 has been a transition for me. Yeah like career-wise and um transitions can last a lot longer than expected and i feel like in the scheme of like mental health or even just you know 
professional landscape. I feel like that's not talked about. People talk about making these major changes and act like it happened overnight. Yeah. Whether it's framed that way and it didn't really happen that way or this person did engage in something questionable and got rich overnight or like, you know, otherwise cheated the system. Maybe they had a small loan of a million (laughs) dollars. Right. So... Some motherfuckers are just lucky. You think so? Yeah. But like, I mean, what is luck if not also privilege? Right? A lot of the time, yeah. Right? Like, it's like... You know, the upper middle class white girl who starts her little business and then gets lucky because it goes viral. But why did it go viral? Because your aesthetic is perfect and your house is clean and those videos look so crispy and you know exactly how to talk to get people to think that you know exactly what you're doing you know what i mean like it's it's that cultural in sociology we call it cultural capital Mm -hmm. of you knowing these very unspoken things to do to hit people the right way and get in the right spaces and be where you need to be yeah and even dialed back more simple than that like you said at the beginning one you're skinny two you're pretty and three is that, like, you already had the money or the resource to get the nice camera. Yeah. Um, to get the fancy editing system, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, I do think that all comes from privilege and certainly plays into, like, who makes it big if we're talking about, like, the social media online space. Yeah, for sure. Like, I know that my content is good. Yeah. I know I have something to offer. Yeah. And yet... I do sit back and I think to myself, if I looked different and if this camera quality was different and I had a ring light, this would probably do a lot better. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking frustrating. Like, I'm not depressed over it. I'm not, you know, tearing my hair out and having a three of swords moment. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's fucking annoying. Right. Because, and again, that's like this frustration of like, just what do I do? Just what do I do right now? Because I'm I'm willing to do anything, but anything I'm doing is not working. But I think that like with the Seven of Pentacles coming up so much for you, and you said the Eight too, right? It, yes, yes. It's like more than anything, it's just time and consistency. And I it- hate that. I hate that advice, and that's what everyone keeps saying to me every time I talk about it, and I'm not yelling at you. I am just I got yelled at. No, she didn't, you guys. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but it is, like, it's this desire, right, to have that one moment of a push where you're like, I worked so hard, and then have the like success be the result of that but i think that when it comes to the seven and eight of pentacles it's not something that you do and then the immediate resulting success it is just the slow and consistent work that is going to lead to you know the nine and ten of pentacles like you're in pentacles so it is Especially with the 10, like, this is something so stable. This is something so much bigger than I think 
probably what you're even like hoping for because I think with those short-sighted and like I hope this not doesn't sound derogatory but like you know the short-sighted like I really want this video to go viral I really want like a thousand more listeners I really want like however many more like Patreon subscribers I want a brand deal I want whatever whatever because yeah like that is what I'm always thinking about with regard to this podcast I'm always like oh where's that next spike I need I need the spike or else I'm not gonna feel like I'm doing a good job yeah and something to validate the success absolutely yeah and like all the hard work right like something to make me feel like I'm working every day and there's actual (laughs) and it's worth it like somebody's seeing that and I'm not just crazy but I think that those are all like very instant gratification asks that that we're making and the truth is like when you're in the suit of pentacles and you're working toward that 10 there's no instant gratification because that is the most deep stable secure sense of success building something so sustainable sustainable and with so much longevity mm-hmm. that y- you know you could be doing it for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think I think that that's what we want. Yeah. But then the path to get there feels like we're not getting those, you know, like, oh, like you're watching another person go viral for the first time and now they have this huge platform and they just came out of nowhere and you're like, what the hell? Why can't that be me? But I think the truth is sometimes with that fame comes a very short-lived career mm-hmm. where – most of those people end up crashing and burning. And I think that that's not what we're building. Totally. Absolutely agree. And, you know, that to me really brings my brain to why we put this card in the woo-woo season. Because what you're explaining is a really relevant, like, just concept that I teach when I teach about manifesting, right? Because... On one hand, you want to make your manifestations and your magic goals realistic because you don't want to set up yourself for failure or delusion or falling victim to a $900 manifestation course that the weirdo on TikTok is promoting, right? Correct. But you also might get to a point of limiting yourself. Like, to your point that you just explained – Am I accidentally, like, getting stuck because I'm trying to manifest a viral TikTok when what I'm actually looking for is how to pay my bills doing this work? Right. Like, just that human, mundane, plain mental block where you're getting focused on the wrong things or the wrong, like, like, again, Pentacles as assets is, you know representative of reliable materials that you can be comfortable keeping and working with for a long time yeah a shiny new toy or trip to LA to do a brand deal is like wands energy yeah it burns bright but it burns out fast exactly this is something that's gonna keep going so it might take you longer to get there I I guess Even though I fully buy all of that, the frustrating part for me is like 
But I'm not asking for my success overnight. I'm just asking for right now to be able to make ends meet. That's it. So it's like, I don't know why I'm being treated as if I'm rushing when I'm not, I'm not saying I want to reach my peak 10 of pentacles success overnight. Yeah. I am just saying I want enough to get by right now. And I still, and it's tough. It's tough. And I, as a small business owner, I've also opened my mind to the reality that that might mean, you know, I do enough work throughout the year and manage my income well enough that when the slow, inevitably slow seasons, like for me as primarily a tarot reader, Christmas is a slow season because people aren't spending money on themselves. Right. So where every other business is making the bulk of their income at this time, I'm literally struggling to pay my bills on time. So that's just an example of the success looking different than I may have once manifested it. Yeah. Like maybe success for me means seven of pentacles energy. I work hard. Eight of pentacles energy. I store what I make. Yeah. And then nine of pentacles energy. I can feel comfortable even though freelancing is always going to be unsteady you know Mm -hmm. um was that a ramble or was that cohesive no it was cohesive it was cohesive yeah i mean i think she's looking at me funny (laughs) i don't know what she's about to say i'm just thinking (laughs) she's got my little gears going i guess i just feel like unfortunately the seven of pentacles is like saying not yet which is like yeah it's annoying. Yeah, look how frustrated that guy is. That's right. Yeah. So. That, I mean, yeah, that's frustrating as hell. It's just like, how long will this last? And it's like hard for me to fully like relate or empathize because I feel like Mel makes fun of me for this all the time. But she's always like, you like don't actually know what you want to do and you change your mind all the time. Okay, I don't make fun of you for that. It's just true. I'm pretty sure you like used it as a formal roast a couple of weeks ago. Is that really making fun? Yes, that's what a roast is. Mm. It's making fun of somebody. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not offended. But like, and like, it is funny, right? Like, yeah. I think that as much as I have so much passion for so many different things and I might also find that like I have talent in these different areas I wake up every morning and I'm like who do I want to be today <laughs> like I have no chill I don't know why I'm like that so it's hard for me to fully um empathize just because I don't know what it's like to wake up every single day wanting the same thing working toward the same thing and then like not having not having it pan out yeah because every single day i'm like maybe i'll do something new (laughs) which is unhinged and i'm aware of that it's very unhinged (laughs) right and i can't imagine that so or even (laughs) (laughs) i mean i definitely it's definitely a priority of mine to find a direction that i'm not second guessing constantly and that feels like something I can find that consistent work toward. But I just don't think I found that yet inside of Okay. The a theme I'm picking up on is that you and not 
career related with a lot of things you are very like internally motivated or maybe motivated is the wrong word you get doubts and confusion from internal factors i only get doubts and confusion from external factors does that make sense that's wild like i don't know if i'm in a relationship I'm never questioning if I want to be with them. I'm questioning if they still want to be with me. Oh, I'm always questioning if I want to be with them. Right. Um, (laughs) I do the same thing with friendships, you know, not just romantic, whatever. It's always like, oh, of course I'm not thinking about walking away. What are they thinking about? But don't you, like, ever worry that, like, you're not – since you're not like taking into consideration actively if that's still something you want like don't you worry that one day you're gonna wake up and be like actually i haven't been happy for the last 10 years or like this isn't what i wanted something shifted and i just never checked in with myself to realize that something shifted no because believe me i know the second that i'm not happy it, it switches quickly like like jobs if we are talking about jobs I will fight and fight and fight and try to make it work no matter how much anxiety I feel. But if one bad day happens and the job goes sour to me, I'm quitting. Like, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm hiding any feelings. I just know them. So like, when I'm saying, oh, of course I want to be with that person, for example. Or, of course I want this job. I'm not suppressing anything. If I can say that in my head and act on it, that means I feel it. I don't do anything unless I felt it first. But I wish yeah. I wish I could do that. That's the most perplexing How? thing to me about you is how that do you do that. Like like when people say I don't know how I feel, I've never experienced that before. I know how I feel before I know what I think or what to do. I always know how I feel. It's crazy to me that you don't. I always I think Oftentimes I think and then I act and then try to figure out how you feel. The feelings come way later. That's so crazy. Because how do you know you're doing the right thing? How do you know you're making the choice you want? Like, well, okay, so like this isn't true in every situation, but like for like a work situation, for example. Yes. Like somebody comes in and they're like, hey, would you be able to do this project for me? In my head, I'm like, is this something I am capable of? And if the answer is yes, then I say yes. Mm. And then I start doing the project and then they walk away and I'm working on this project and I'm like, I don't fucking have time for this. And actually, it was kind of rude that they just put this on my plate and they only gave me one day to work on this. Mm. And actually, Mm. (laughs) and all that comes later. Mm. That must be hard because you like get yourself into a... not, I'm not saying it's, Always. like, your fault, but, like, you yeah. end up in a sticky situation. Yeah. Like, if you... Sure do. See, so, <laughs> do you remember last season, and I'll be damned if I remember what episode or card we were talking about, but do you remember last season how we had an ongoing conversation about loyalty and betrayal? Yes. And I, like, value loyalty and, like, have this idea of loyalty that you don't share. Part of that, for me, is what I say. If I've ever spoken something out loud, I'm sticking to it. And to me, that's just my responsibility to carry. And that's why when people, you know, leave my life 
break up with me, whatever it is, I get so like, because I'm like, you made a commitment. Like, I don't, I literally don't say anything that I don't, that I can't abide by and that I don't feel. But people change their mind. I don't. I literally feel like I don't ever change my mind. But, like, for example, the work example that you just used. Like, yeah, you change your mind about wanting to work at a place. Yeah, but I never promise them longevity. (laughs) Like, I'm talking about, like, you know. Like someone who said that they would be with you forever. That they, that we're going to get married and have babies. But like, and then they said bye. You can't predict it though. Like just because I'm looking at you right now saying I want to marry you and have your babies yeah. doesn't mean that I'm always going to want that. That's terrifying. That's why I have trust issues. But like the idea <clears throat> of not being able to change my mind terrifies me way more. And I, I mean like yes Gemini Moon is to blame for a lot of who I am in in this way but also I see my Scorpio rising as playing a really big role in that as well because Scorpio is the sign of transformation and I just you know especially in the rising position like I think that who I am inherently in the way that I interact with the world is through transformation so change is a constant for me Which I do agree that change is the only constant in life and I understand why that makes sense. At the same time, I have this overwhelming feeling that I've... And actually, this was a pretty big conversation in the last traumatic breakup that I went through because I was like... I am who I am when you met me eight years ago. Who are you? I don't recognize the person in front of me. Like, I have felt my whole life that my morals and values have never changed. And, like, it's very terrifying to me when the people in my life do because, yeah, it often means they're going to walk away because of it. And it's, it's almost frustrating how... Where you're sometimes frustrated because you don't know how you feel. It's almost frustrating for me how strongly I do know how I feel. Yeah. Because what if I can't satisfy it? Which is the whole gist of the Seven of Pentacles. I know exactly what I want and where the fuck is it? That's my struggle. That's like probably why this card has always followed me, huh? If you enjoy the Arcane Dames podcast and want to support us, consider becoming a patron. With tier options ranging from $1 to $20 a month, there is something for everyone. We offer ad-free episodes, bonus content, a bustling Discord community, live events, and even discounts on private readings with Mel and Alyssa. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. Check out patreon.com slash arcane dames. Thank you. I mean, that makes me genuinely wonder, like, why, if you're that solid, if there's nothing that you need to do or change in order to get to where you want to be, why is it not manifesting for you? Which, you said this in 
the last reading you gave me about my career. Like, lack of consistency doing the thing. Yeah. Like, I... I mean, part of it is luck and privilege and access to things that I don't have. Right. But the other part of it is that if I was at least consistent with what I've already done. Yeah. It would just inherently grow because I'm chipping away at it every day. Do I think I've gotten better since you've given me that reading? I do. Like, I'm pretty active on TikTok after being dormant for a while and, like, I feel, you know, it's just frustrating too when, and the reason I lose motivation is because I'm not going to do something every day if I don't see, like, a reason to keep doing it at least once a week. I get that it's not going to be instant gratification or every day, but, like, I need something. I am not screaming into the void anymore. I can't do it. I have to, in order to have the motivation to keep going, I have to have some promise that... Like, I guess, essentially, that that hard work is going to pay off. I will just say, like, strategy-wise, if you're testing, like, a certain style of video or a certain type of post or whatever, and after, like, a week not getting the traction that you want on that and then changing your strategy and you keep doing that you're never going to find your audience because people are going to follow you expecting this thing that you stopped doing because you didn't get enough. Right. From it. Right. And if I'm changing my strategy every week, is that really doing the same thing that the Seven of Pentacles suggests? Right. It's not. sure. Yeah. Right. But, and yeah, I think just like from a, like, marketing perspective, it, it makes it very difficult for your audience to find you. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, I thought I came here for this, and now there's this, and, like, yeah. there's too much change. And actually, because I'm trying to, like, do that and succeed at that, I recently, something social media managers talk about a lot is finding your niche. And and to me, that's a little bit of what you're saying, is, like, you know, do, do the same thing, have, like, an established right. audience, an established demographic. Maybe you do a couple different series, whatever. Yeah. So in an effort to do that, I went through my entire TikTok, which I've had since 2020, and I deleted basically everything that wasn't in alignment with my brand, and I started a, what I'm calling my personal TikTok. It's just not, it's not private, it's just not my professional one, Right. and like, my name isn't on it, so like, if you find it, you find it, if you don't, you don't. Like, in an effort to do that. So I'm hoping I see some effects from that. Have I yet? No. But that was a big, like, effort that I put in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely just think that, like, yeah, being like, okay, like, if you make 10 educational videos and post them over five weeks or whatever, and you don't see the kind of growth that you want, just, like, let it build slowly. Because I'm so burnt out in general and so... I have such a limited, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like what to call it. I have a very limited window of tolerance to yeah. the world in general mm-hmm. because of my mental health issues. Obviously, guys, I'm continuing to work on it. I'm continuing to challenge it. It doesn't happen overnight. This is where I am right now. Has the window gotten bigger? Yes. Is it as wide open as I'd like it to be? No. <laughs> anyway, I digress. I have a small window of tolerance right now for just 
effort, just any type of labor, whether it's work, washing my dishes, or doing my makeup, okay? So I'm terrified of spending that energy on something that's not going to come back to me. I'm actually so scared of it. Wait, this was literally one of the definitions of this card in one of my books. Let me read it. Please do. Benabel Wen's The Holistic Tarot, her reverse interpretation of the Seven of Pentacles, is anxiety about whether the work that you're doing will bear fruit. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Because, like, what you just explained about TikTok, I want to believe it so bad, but my brain is like, you could save that work for when someone signs up for spiritual mentorship with you and then you give them that knowledge. Like, I, like, gatekeep myself. But then at the same time, if you're giving none of that in your content, how do people know what they're going to get with you? How do people trust you? But then if I do the content that makes people trust me, I'm doing a lot of free work and I have a really big problem with that and I have a really big problem with and I'm not by any means saying that I'm an influencer literally in my dreams like I am not an influencer but anyone who's online in general which I am for the purpose of my business sometimes I talk about myself in my head like like I'm I'm an influencer influencer. (laughs) of course yeah like right the fans Okay, but we do have fans. Thank you guys for being here. (laughs) That's not not true. I think that people who are on the internet making promotional content in general, it's annoying when other people shit talk them about not being hard workers because I'm like, we literally have to do so much work just for free. Yeah. Like talk about screaming into the void. Yeah. That's not even the paid work that we do. And I I feel like people don't get that. It is such an effort. And then like, I don't know. It's never just filming. You got to film. You got to edit. You got to search engine optimize. You got to put the right hashtags. You have to show up on the right for you pages. Yeah. Manifest a little bit of luck. Like it's so. I think that. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking about right now is the queen of pentacles as your secret weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like all that I'm thinking about as you talk about that because you, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> soldier boy, tell him. <laughs> I got a new dance for y'all. Okay. Oh my God. We're too goofy. I like totally and completely am not in any way trying to invalidate that like your energy reserves for lack of a better term are low and i feel like it sounds like more than energy it's your like it's almost like your hope like the the ability of you for you to put belief behind something there's not enough of it for you to put all of that into like all of these TikTok videos and use it for. Does that make sense? Like, are you saying I don't believe in myself enough or that I believe in myself too much? No, I'm not saying either of those things. I'm okay. saying that I think that your heart can only take so much of you being like optimistic. Does that make sense? Like, it's almost like you only have so much optimism because if you get more than that, give more than that, you're afraid you're going to get hurt. 
Yeah. So I, I that's very much like what I'm hearing you mm. saying. But with the Queen of Pentacles coming up as your secret weapon, and then also the Seven of Pentacles, which if I recall correctly, you have been getting the Seven of Pentacles reversed lately, right? Like, yeah. Well, and you're yeah. not like fully reading yeah. reversals anyway. So, yeah. But I feel like those two messages combined is very much like, changing your mindset Mm. so that you are not afraid to give that work because as the queen of pentacles you have endless shit to give because it's almost like it's not from my perspective at least i think the work that is too much like making a tiktok every day if it were just that that's not too much. What's too much is the emotional labor behind that. Yeah. Of building yourself up to do it. Yeah. And then getting your hopes up really high because you think it's really good and then being let down. Correct. I thank you for putting that into words for me. Yeah. I feel like I do this a lot. Like Alyssa just knows me well enough. <laughs> like a couple episodes ago, like I thought I was explaining perfectly well how my feelings are catastrophic and Alyssa cut in and was like Mel's not saying your guys's feelings don't matter and I was like of course I'm not but like verbally that is what I was saying (laughs) yeah and Alyssa just knows me well enough to like for some reason I speak in riddles I don't know like (laughs) you see the subtext though and that's what I was just trying to say Mm -hmm. I understand that the labor is not in filming a five second TikTok right the labor and the quote-unquote energy that I'm running out of Mm -hmm. is everything that getting to that point takes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think that a little bit of the advice there, like with the Queen of Pentacles coming up and and the Seven of Pentacles being in reverse and carrying that, potentially carrying that message that when shared with us of, you know, this anxiety about whether or not your work will be worth it Mm. i think that that is the part where i think you could maybe practice a little bit of detachment practice a little bit of just being more neutral about the content that you make and put out in the sense of like not putting all of your hopes and dreams into this one thing and i get it it's hard not to because you put work into it and you want to see something come from it but knowing that the project at hand that's not you that's not everything that you have to offer Mm. that's not the service that's not that can't decide whether or not you're good enough like that is just one thing that you're doing that's one pentacle it's one of your seven pentacles it's one of your eight pentacles right which when the eight of pentacles means this hard consistent work which not even hard like I don't know about you and I know this is the eight of pentacles episode but I don't necessarily see the eight of pentacles as hard work I see the eight of pentacles as consistent like work, success and the hard part is the consistency mm. like for me mm. but I think that yeah like if you are able to be like okay yes like I have all of these anxieties and yes I have all of these like hopes and dreams and then I'm you know I'm up I'm down whatever but when you're making content just waking up and taking it as neutrally as you would take a journaling exercise or as you would take you know if you're I don't know I'm trying to think of something that 
is part of our work that's very like for me if I were to go on and like edit one of our episodes right like that is that takes a lot of my work am I expecting instant growth from that no that's just the work that I have to do to get the episode up Mm. like taking more of an approach of this is what I'm doing this week this is my list Mm. and putting it out and then being more neutral toward the return which I I can acknowledge is very hard. The reason I said earlier that the Eight of Pentacles is giving more success to me is because it feel like does it make sense to say it feels like the hard work comes easily? Like I think the expansion of the Eight beyond the Seven, although they're often grouped together and like have this similar Rider Waite imagery. Yeah, the Eight is just inherently more receiving of the payoff it's being able to accept that the work is going somewhere not that it's going nowhere in the seven you're just not accepting it yeah it doesn't feel like it yeah i think that the eight i think that that interpretation can make sense to me because i do see the eight very much as like the flow of you being like you're not distracted you're not looking at where you're going you're not looking at where you've been the imagery the rider weight smith imagery in the eight is somebody looking down at their work Mm -hmm. you're not worried about any of it Mm -hmm. you're doing your work Mm -hmm. head down in your work and so yeah i think that like there's an ease there because all of those external emotions and anxieties aren't playing a factor. Mm-hmm. It's just the work. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that might be like a big piece of where you're getting hung up in your personal journey is like letting the work speak for itself mm. and then like being more detached from. Because you say, I know I have something good. But then if there's not the external validation, it's this whole rush of like, maybe I don't. Yeah. That's another thing I'm working on right now is like, I have a TikTok that like, I put a lot of creative direction into and tried to like think outside the box. It got 135 views and one comment. And I was like, I have to delete it because it's embarrassing. It, I think that makes me look invalid. Yeah. I think that if I, if I go to someone's page and they only have like 100 views, I'm like, I'm guilty of it myself. I do think like they're not a real professional, which is so sad because then I'm in, I, one, it's not true. And two, I know it's not true because it's yeah. not true about me. I'm just inflicting it on myself. I don't know why I'm like this. Oh, girl. (laughs) Like, sorry. First of all, I will say, like, I do the same thing. I think that we all do that. Like, you know, judge other people and then judge ourselves with the same stick. And the stick is unfair for everyone. Yeah. But, you know, I will say, and I'm sure that this is true for you, too, as often as, like, you know, maybe I'm drawn to someone's page and I look and I see that they don't have like a lot of followers or whatever. And I might think, okay, like this, this person isn't maybe like worth my follow. Not this person isn't worth my follow, but no, this account the isn't worth yeah. my, Like I'm not going to get anything from following this. I'm, I'm not going to receive helpful information or whatever. Yeah. But as often as that happens... If the content is 
relatable enough to me, if it's specific enough to me, if it's like interesting enough in a way where I'm like, no, there's something here. I want to learn more. That matters a lot less. And I also will say uh, another deterrent to me for following people is to see that they don't post because then I'm also like, what's the point in following them if they might take three months to post again? And like, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to get anything interesting out of following them. So there are those two things. And then there's also, I think, just the fact that, again, kind of like what I was saying, like if you want to post those artsy videos, you have to do more than one. Because perhaps you've been posting more like if it finds you it's for you videos and so you have all these people following you that are there for the if it finds you it's for you videos and they see this artsy video and they're like oh that's not what i'm interested in so they're not gonna watch it and so then tiktok is confused about who your audience is i know and then but it feels so inauthentic and maybe i do need to have more of a business than a personal mindset but then i i feel when i get businessy I don't know why we're just talking about me this whole episode. (laughs) This is like spiraled into something else, but like not really because it's actually all very relevant. But um, when you get businessy, when I get businessy and I've seen this happen to other small businesses, like it's too selly and marketing for people to enjoy. So the happy media, finding the happy medium is hard. And that's the spiritual context of this card, too, is like, what really is balance? What really is like, why do you feel this this discord and this lack of satisfaction and like this lack mindset? Mm -hmm. Like what? Like, it's not the physical that has to change here. It is the mental psycho spiritual self that um, needs to be worked on in order to receive gifts abundantly and i and i think that it's it's that right that psycho spiritual element changing the physical because you can't get to that eight space where you are just focused on the work if you're not letting yourself essentially let go mm-hmm. in a lot of ways like of the outcome yeah and just get become immersed in your work and something else that i think is really relevant here that when said in the holistic tarot is working for heart and not money, mm-hmm. which I think is so relevant to personally where I'm at with trying to strike the right stride for me with my work. And I think also relevant when it comes to like finding that consistent work that you can do getting to that eight of pentacles so you can build something because if you're working for an outcome a financial outcome even if you love it you're still going to be kind of like having the mindset like you have of like okay what works what do i do how do i attract people like this didn't work let me try something else like let me try let me try and then frustration 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 right because you want this specific material outcome that you're not getting but with working for the love of something you are so much more easily able to just be immersed in the work and then 
that's like the easiest thing for people to see and relate to and for people to actually want to connect with you. Like, I agree that it can get very markety and I don't think that that really leads to success, like real success in any way, because people can see through it. And even if you get like a couple of, you know, like readings or or sell a couple of whatever you're trying to sell or whatever it is with the marketing piece of it, like you're putting your energy toward that, toward marketing and toward being like, I'm so great. Look at me instead of making really incredible work that speaks for itself. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying about the mindset shift because it's not it's not that you won't make a living it's that you have to focus on more than that yeah like it's not saying that I have to just believe in myself and sacrifice ever making a living right it's just my fear of you know right like if I let go of something it leaves like how can I say I'm gonna sit down and do a video for fun rent is due baby like I I cannot juggle both in my mind at once and it's a vicious cycle because I'm only so focused on money right now because the business hasn't been there if the business was there I would be doing it for fun but right now there is nothing to do for fun because I'm scared right I'm scared yeah like And it's like, how do you do both? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that I think that that fear is like a a murderer of your creativity and authenticity and ability to like show up and do the work. I got to get around it. I know. And but listen, like I I 100 percent relate. I relate so hard. I can't even tell you like retweet 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 I just I do the same thing I'm like what's the point if it's not going to lead to anything I can't focus on just enjoying the work if I'm fucking broke as hell I'm so sick of being broke I'm so sick of being broke I'm so sick of being broke like has been such like a broken record in my mind and I'm very much I mean I haven't been getting the seven of pentacles which I think is like funny enough this isn't I I don't think it's like necessarily working out the same exactly the same way that it's like working out for you I like again I say this all the time but I feel like we're going through very like parallel things but it is different because we're so different but I actually did a reading last night because I took a pause from doing professional tarot readings because I was frustrated with how much it felt like they were hanging over me, how much it felt, how daunting it felt, how much it felt like I was doing it for the money and not because I love reading. And I just, I felt tired. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like I was starting to resent reading and that's not how I want to ever no, feel yeah. and the, I also just I don't think that like my tarot clients deserve that version of me that's right. like Jesus Christ fine I'll do this reading right <laughs> that's just like not okay with me on so many levels no, you have so, to be excited about it absolutely yeah. so I was like I'm just gonna pull this I'm just gonna take a break and like reconnect it was also it took me a very long time after I left grad school to finish my master's it took me three years I 
was very, very close and just kind of like not able to turn my attention to it long enough given all of the like emotional dread that I had around it Mm -hmm. and so I was working on finishing that up like pretty actively at the time that I decided to stop doing those professional readings and I was like I think that that's something that needed to happen first for me Mm -hmm. I think that that's just something that freed up a lot of emotional space for me once I closed that chapter so that was happening I had also like just lost Eclipse and then just adopted this new cat who was like peeing on everything and hated me and needed surgery and like had all of these issues like bless that sweet sweet girl but like I was I just was like I don't have time for this I'm not happy I'm not having fun yeah and since then like in this reading last night I guess in, in multiple readings, I had kind of gotten this sense about my relationship with reading tarot professionally that I had very much turned it into, like, a trick that I could turn. Oh, a way that I could easily, like, make, you know, a few bucks or whatever. Like, almost like a side hustle. Mindset. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, you know, in a way, it was my side hustle. And... Right, no way against side Right, like, that's fine. It is what it is. But I had just, like, really lost the passion behind it, really lost what excited me about it, and was just feeling... And also, like, a big part of it was just, like, how broke I really was. I know. And being in this place of, like, just, like, angry that it was taking me so much time and effort to, like do this thing that was supposed to be making me extra money and then like yeah just having this like resentful i think relationship with it yeah um and all that to say like yeah it was it was bad and and i realized it and i was like i can't you know keep doing it this way yeah so i decided to just i mean i i closed down my current website like at the time my website as it was i was like and I, I'm I'm glad that I did it that way. Yeah. Closing that chapter. Yeah. Um, and and I definitely in my tarot readings had gotten very clear messages that were like, you're like doing this for the money and mm. it's not making you happy. What are some cards that indicate that? Let me tell you, specifically last oh. night in the reading that I did, I like loved this so much because I have been thinking in the last couple weeks more about starting to do professional readings again. And I was like, you know, I miss it. I miss connecting with people that way. I miss reading um, for people who aren't just like me and mm. the the couple people in my life that I read for occasionally. And I also have really gotten to a place where I have more time, which is a really nice feeling. Like I'm spending a lot of time at home. Every single day I'm taking time to like clean and make my house feel nice Mm -hmm. and work on the podcast and work on social media. And I'm like doing all of this and it doesn't feel which this is what I wanted. Like, I feel like this is what I asked for. It doesn't feel like too much. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels like a normal part of my life and my day. And that's exactly how I wanted it to feel. And now I'm finally at a point where I'm like, okay, I feel like I actually have a little bit more capacity and I actually would really like to get back into doing this. So, you know, a little timid, but very curious about that. So I pulled a spread last night about that. And I had my past, present and future 
was so in the past they had the nine of pentacles in reverse mm. which is very like yeah excess yeah like like having this mindset of like like only caring about money like in it for the wrong reasons type of vibe <laughs> superficial even present position the magician that's good yeah i saw that on instagram so it's very much like there's potential to take this in whatever direction you decide to take it i like that and i think that that's a bigger part of like a a broad goal that i have right now to find a direction that feels authentic that i can be consistent with because i do like i i change my mind like, I changed my underwear, as my grandma would say. Um, I want to figure out a direction that doesn't make me feel trapped, that I feel genuinely and authentically passionate about, that I can, now that I've built a foundation for me doing consistent work every day, I want to find the direction that I want to put that energy toward, which isn't something I like. I had no foundation before, so it didn't matter how much I liked something. There wasn't a... There wasn't a foundation for me to do that. Yeah. But so, yeah, some other like highlights of this spread, if anybody's interested. We are. Are I had the page of swords in the position of the block. Yeah. Which I really like because I think that something I tend to do is I love being in a, like I love being in the student position, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I love being in the student position. I love being, like, a student of life and walking around the world with my eyes wide open. Like, I'm like I'm an open book. I'm a sponge. I just want to learn everything from everyone. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And I think that that is really starting to hinder me. Mm. And it's something that, as much as I think it's really fun to always learn new things and try new things, like... I think that it can be counteractive to my confidence and my security when I am doing something professionally and putting myself in like an expert position. I think that it really hinders me with tarot readings in particular, because oftentimes I don't go into those as saying like, this is what the cards are saying. This is the truth. This is what you need to hear right now Mm. and instead go into it like you know maybe it means this maybe it means this maybe it could mean that and doubting myself a lot in the process and so I have the strength card in reverse as what I need to know Mm. and so there's this very heavy like feeling throughout the spread of like being more confident more sure of myself Mm -hmm. and using that confidence to find that direction that I feel like I'm lacking Mm. like I think it's that uncertainty that like inner uncertainty that's making me feel like I don't know what I want to do yeah because I think on some level I do know what I want to do I just don't actually like trust myself to answer that question for myself yeah which is holding me back also, I know this is like quite long-winded, but also I have been doing this really fun thing this past week and I want to do it forever and ever because I like it so much where before bed I pull a tarot card, like shuffle and let one 
fly out or whatever that I'm going to sleep with under my pillow for that night and then in my dream journal before I go to bed I write the date and the card and then when I wake up I write my dreams I love that and so I'm like letting my dreams help me understand the tarot letting the tarot help me understand my dreams like you dream every night Mel if I showed you my dream journal right now your jaw would be on the floor I wish I dreamt every night I ask for it and set the intention and often still don't dream I smoked mugwort last night and didn't dream not good I'm jealous it's crazy that's awesome but what I thought was so so like I've been yeah I've been doing that and I would totally recommend it especially if you're if you're a dreamer and you're into the dream thing like me I've been really enjoying how much I feel like that's reconnecting me to my like intuition which is yeah very much like an intention I've had lately but two nights ago I had pulled the two of cups reverse and then it was actually I had the two of cups two nights in a row the first night it was upright and the second night it was reverse Mm. and then and so I like dreamed on those cards whatever and then last night I did this spread and the topic of the spread was the two of cups reverse and the advice was the four of swords reverse and then I went and shuffled and pulled my card to sleep with and the four of swords reverse came out Mm. so it was like the first card and the last card of the spread like sandwiched between like those two nights of dreams which is so cool and fun I love that yeah which is also super helpful right because with the four of swords reverse as advice I was like okay I have some ideas of what that could mean but like what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I like to like brain dump my dreams and then come back to it a little bit later to actually try to interpret it. So I Definitely. haven't like done any interpretations yet. That's really cool. I love tarot. I love those synchronicities. Me too. And also like just very much as a side note, I did a reading for my sister last night and it was so like good and fun and phenomenal and I did feel really like confident and sure and I think that you know it's funny because I I already told Mel this but I'm just gonna say it again like my sister pulls tarot for herself she lives in the apartment below me so I went down to her apartment and um I was like about to leave and she was like oh before you leave like do you want to pull some cards for me and she like handed me her tarot deck and um I was like, she was like, I just want like a check in, like how I'm doing, like whatever. And I was like, don't you read for yourself? Because I know that she does. And she was like, yeah, but I like it when you do it. Because when you read for me, you're always like, (laughs) she was like, you're always like, she'll say to me in those readings, like, oh, why does this card have this? Or like, what do these two cards have to do with each other? And I'll be like, that's not what we're talking about right now. Or I'll be like. I'm the one reading and this is what I, I want to like say about this. Whatever. Like I'll be, you know, she's my sister. So we have this like yeah. lifetimes of history together. I'm not afraid to be honest with her. Like, and on top of that, she, as much as I love her dearly, like she's the kind of person who really only responds to like intensity. So <laughs> when I'm giving yeah. her advice, I know that I have to be like, listen or else she's not gonna listen so but I thought that that was so funny and laughed so hard because I was like I didn't realize I did that but I think it's something that I really only do in readings where I'm really comfortable with the person because otherwise I don't feel like it's my place and Mm. I don't want like to overstep and I'm like well I don't know it's your life you're the expert on your life like not me I'm just the tarot card reader like 
And all of those things really, I think, get in the way. So it's so funny that I was able to do that reading and feel so good about it. Yeah. And I was the whole time I was like she at one point I misspoke and said King of Wands. But it was the Knight of Wands that was in the spread. And I was like, oh, I misspoke. And then I kept talking. And then she was like, well, what does the King of Wands do? And I was like, he's not fucking in the spread. Why are you asking? me? Yeah. (laughs) Like and I just like. And she and she like laughed and she was just like, this is why I like getting read by you. But I think it's that energy that I need to bring more of to my readings for strangers Mm. as well. I love that because I do think that people like it and respond well to it. But I'm just so timid for some reason. So I love that I got this spread that kind of it gave me that strength card. It gave me that page of swords in the position of the block being like, I know you love to like have an open mind and like anything could be true but when it comes to readings you really need to be that lion Mm. be that confident person because that's what people need when they're getting a tarot reading yeah so that's been fun i support your journey i'm excited so yeah i probably will i mean spoiler alert honestly by the time this episode is out i'll probably have already reopened my bookings that's really exciting so I'm sure so many of our listeners will be thrilled to finally get readings with you. Yeah, and I can't, I can't wait, I can't wait to read for you guys when I'm in a headspace where I am excited and feeling like open and free instead of very, very just like bogged down, which is how I felt when I, when I stopped doing the reading. It sounds like you're on the upswing of the Seven of Pentacles and I'm like, (laughs) I just got there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If we had to put it in those terms. For sure. Love that for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I also, Benabelle Wen in the Holistic Tarot also said that when the Seven of comes up in a career reading, the seeker should ask for a raise. Love that. Because it's also giving like, it's not... I know we were saying the Seven of Pentacles is hard work, but we're also saying that it can represent not needing to change your work and just needing to change your mindset, your resources, your way of doing things. Right. Like as much as you can. So like asking for a raise is not changing your work ethic. It's validating it. Exactly. It's changing a behavior so that you get the payoff for your work ethic. 100%. And thinking about that distinction between the Seven of Pentacles and the Eight of Pentacles that we were talking about, like the frustration of the Seven of Pentacles is very much like not having a raise, not having a promotion, not being in a position where you can focus on your work because you don't have the physical material means to only focus on your work. And Mm -hmm. there's like this emotional distraction getting in the way versus you get that raise okay now everything's fine and you can be eight of pentacles focused on the work right exactly yeah fun love that something that i thought was really like fun and interesting when i was reading up for this episode was so in the card the rider Waite smith depiction like Pamela Coleman Smith's painting of the Seven of Pentacles, the man in the card is resting on like a like a hoe, yeah, like a yeah. garden tool, whatever. And in A.E. Waite's description of the card, he says that he's resting on a staff, mm-hmm. 
And then Wait goes on to say, like, he's resting on a staff looking at the pentacles with desire. Mm. Kind of, like, sees it as, like, the person in the card coveting that fruit. Mm -hmm. But it's not a staff. It's a hoe. Which means that the person is the farmer. Mm -hmm. So he's not looking at somebody else's fruit being like, man, I wish I could have that. He's looking at his own fruit. Right. In, like, some type of longing or hesitation yeah um definitely so that's like a very fun like sometimes we get to talk on this podcast about how the writer wait smith tarot was painted and authored by two different people yeah so sometimes you do get those like interesting little disconnects Mm -hmm. and i got that fun little tidbit from robert m place in the book tarot history symbolism and divination and the quote the the quote says Wait mistakenly calls the hoe a staff, therefore interprets him looking at the pentacles with desire. The addition of the hoe suggests that the man is actually a farmer who has worked to cultivate his pentacles and he is now ready to enjoy the fruits of his labor. So place interprets this card as meaning profit, reward, and a welcome rest. But Benabel Wen interprets that longing look even though she does like see and recognize that it's a hoe and it is the farmer interprets that longing look as hesitation yeah to pick the fruit even though you grew it even though it's there there's this hesitation Mm. which i think is really interesting that is really interesting and yeah it's giving like stop self-sabotaging say more i no i i mean obviously like I'm just thinking about how it relates to me personally. And um, that's a theme I'm working on right now with my therapist. I'm usually very self-aware, but that was one of the things I was not self-aware about because I was like, what do you mean I self-sabotage? I want such good things for myself. But the double-edged sword is what we've been saying this whole episode is like, I want too much or like unrealistically or like I want without being consistent or whatever it is so like uncovering the truth that some of the reasoning for that disconnect is because I secretly don't want the best for myself and secretly like you said about the confidence like secretly subconsciously I probably don't think I'm worth it I probably don't think my content and my teachings are good yeah yeah and I I think that that's very right that's very present because your whole the whole thing holding you back is this fear that you're never going to achieve what you want to achieve yeah astrologically speaking this card is ruled or represented whatever by saturn and taurus tell me what the hell that means girl so that's really fun because in astrology saturn is a planet of restriction and boundaries like saturn is a planet that draws a line in the sand and says no and taurus astrologically speaking by and large is a sign of growth like it represents prosperity in a lot of ways because there's so much pleasure with Taurus. Taurus is like, you know, vines growing uninhibited, like prosperity, beautiful, gorgeous, enjoying everything in this life. And Saturn comes in and is like, no, 
not yet Mm. not this way don't do it like that like it's a limitation on that growth Mm. so based on that my tarot and astrology book said that saturn and taurus and the seven of pentacles it represents a waiting period before harvest and reward and it represents the need for patience and determination Mm. which i think makes a lot of sense for the conversation we've had today it does yeah Ah. (laughs) all right well do you want to talk about some imagery i sure do I have fun ones. So it's a quick mention, an honorable mention, if you will, that I'll just get out of the way first. Seven of Pentacles from the Golden Age of Horror Tarot Deck by Bobby's Tarot Decks on Etsy. It's like an archaeologist that has just uncovered a mummy and the mummy comes out and attacks him. Ooh. So I'm literally getting like, that's me, the archaeologist. I think I just worked so hard and I think I deserve the success. And the idea of that success said, nope, I'm going to bash you over the head. Wow. That's like, that's an aggressive seven of pentacles. That's like your, like your own damn like work and ambition is biting you in the ass. Yeah. It's also very giving, like, you're your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I don't know, have gotten yourself into the wrong. Like, not that the thing you're doing is wrong, but that the way you went about it. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of giving you worked too hard. Yeah. You're yeah. working too hard. You're trying too hard. Right. You're trying too hard. So, that's a sleigh. I will talk about my favorite Seven of Pentacles, which is in the Crystal Visions tarot. The pentacles look like eyeballs. I know, they really do. But, like, don't you just want to be her? Of course. So there's this beautiful, beautiful girl sitting underneath this, like, just, I know that I always gush about this imagery, guys, but, like, bear with me. This, like, knotty wood tree, big, thick branches, Roots. Like, yeah, like sitting on these, like, just thick, hefty, like, thick with two C's all around. And, like, if you look off into the distance, you can kind of see that this tree is huge and it has greenery and it has fruit on it and super lush, right? She's sitting at the foot of it wearing a beautiful, flowy purple dress holding a basket of fruit. And she's just, like, looking at her fruit, and she feels very peaceful and content. It doesn't have the same discontentment or dissatisfaction that the Rider Waite Smith image shows. And then there's pentacles around her where it kind of looks like some of the pentacles are growing on the tree and some of them have fallen on the ground. So, like, that feeling of when fruit is so ripe, it's just falling off the tree. Mm. Um, Like, there's just so much, and it's very like sultry pleasure like Taurus energy Mm. it's very Taurus energy yeah it doesn't necessarily have that same feeling of restriction I would say but it is a beautiful card so sweet yeah love that deck yes very good I'm into it the sky is giving leather next one I want to talk about is from the murder of crows tarot by Corrado Roy um seven of pentacles I not me not explaining the image and just straight reading from the guidebook okay so the image is just a guy looking out on a horizon and there's three crows flying over him and there's one crow that he's holding that's it 
not what you would typically picture for the seven of pentacles how are you holding a crow kind of like how i hold paw and so this is what the guidebook says which i do love resources must be marshaled if we are to reach the farthest shores which is kind of what i was just saying about asking for a raise yeah within the earth are ancient devices long forgotten and requiring deep study the careless fly forth risking all the patient and wise know that the secrets will unfold in time you make yourself familiar with the spinning wheels and meshed gears calculating how to adopt them to your designs keywords biding your time a fallow season cautious editing maintenance boredom i like it i like it too i'm not gonna lie guys i effed up this morning and forgot to bring all my cards so i had to like look them up on my phone and then like finding the seven of pentacles of random decks is not the easiest because like who's promoting their deck using the seven of pentacles yeah (laughs) but I have the seven of pentacles here from uh, Lindsay Silverman's Intuitive Night Goddess Tarot. And the figure depicted in the card is actually holding one of the pentacles and kind of like touching another one. She's like surrounded by them and also surrounded by flowers and greenery. But she's touching the pentacles, which I think is a really big departure from the Rider Waite Smith heavy meaning of like looking at the fruit but yeah. not necessarily having it yet yeah this is much more actually being able to have it pick some of it um it's kind of giving to me though like seven of swords like oh i'm not supposed to have this yeah oh i like that she's trying to steal from the supermarket literal aren't we all anywho do you have any more cards yeah i do were you done talking about this one i think so did you have more to say I just like her. Love her. I like that headpiece she's got on. What she got? And I like the sunflowers. Mm. I don't know. It's like this gold thing. Yeah. And like I said, I had to look these up online. So it is a quite blurry image. Not 100% sure. Right. What the the headpiece is. But it is beautiful. But it is a look. It's a look. All right. Here's the grand finale. (gasps) Remember how I said earlier that we'll get back to why the seven matters so much to me? Yeah. This is why. Right here. So in this card, oh, we have someone sitting on an isolated piece of land. It looks like they are sitting in like the galaxy, but they're on this little floating piece of grass and dirt. And they have that hoe <laughs> into the ground. And they have some other tools in front of them. And then we have this, what is very reminiscent of the tree of life, kind of like expanding behind them. And I'll read the description from the book. Sorry, this is the pride tarot. I didn't, I don't think I said that. Um, The seven of pentacles in the pride tarot illustrated by Leonard Jim Narciso, I think. Narciso? Not sure. Okay. The Seven of Pentacles is usually associated with a period of resting after hard work, awaiting the fruits of one's labors. It is a productive rest where one allows the body to recuperate while waiting for one's efforts to germinate and begin to bear fruit. In this image, it is also about meditating about what one has done and what one might be able to accomplish in the future. The colors of the rainbow in the image also hint at diversity and choices about what path one might take after the resting period is over. Here's the good stuff. 
The rainbow also symbolizes a bridge connecting the realm of humankind, physical, to the realm of the gods, spiritual. This image depicts a bald androgynous figure in a monastic robe. I don't know what that means. Like a monk robe. Sitting under a tree bearing seven fruits, symbolizing seven chakras, seven colors of the rainbow, the path of the seven planets, and the seventh day of rest after creation. Wow. So I fucking love that. I'm such a synchronicities person. And this, to me, I've recently been studying Kabbalah, and it's so all-encompassing of, like, the interconnectedness of things Mm. and to me that's hopeful this is a hopeful seven of pentacles i can trust that there is something greater waiting for me if i'm dedicated and focused yeah so i love this and i love the idea of like the floating piece of land and piece of stability that does require hard work but you're very much protected by the divine absolutely so i la 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 love this one love her okay that's it for me yeah i mean i don't have any others that i want to talk about particularly because the only other one that i have that i could find is the wild unknown tarot and that is just seven pentacles that is just a picture of seven pentacles (laughs) and it's not wrong but it's not really giving much it's not giving me a little that is the seven of pentacles in all her glory yeah it's it's an interesting one because it's it's representative of the challenging part of spirituality where you do have to challenge your ideals and beliefs Mm -hmm. you don't i mean i'm sure some people do radically accept everything about the way that they're born but the reality is you probably have something to work on. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that the Seven of Pentacles, too, is that, you know, that energy that for people who are more air or more water, you're going to get into that Seven of Pentacles energy and be like, Mm. right <laughs> you're like why because it's uncomfortable for and it's us slow it's so much slower than like what we're used to and what we want it to be and if you're <sighs> if you have heavy earth in your chart you're just like i love it here all right well thank you guys so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed chatting about the seven of pentacles as much as we did thanks for going on this journey with us always love you so much see you you next next tuesday Tuesday. thanks for listening to keep up with the arcane dames you can find us on instagram tiktok or consider joining our patreon we'll see you next time Bye. bye